What's going on guys? It's Nick here, back with another video. Today we're breaking down the draft decision between Calvin Ridley, Amari Cooper, and Keenan Allen. So, let's start things off with Calvin Ridley. Ridley will be entering his fifth season in the NFL, but is actually turning 29 this December since he was an extremely old rookie. And then of course, he missed all of last season for the gambling suspension. He also uh, only played five games in 2021. So the last time we saw him play a full season was way back in 2020. That was honestly like the last year that Matt Ryan was any good. And Ridley was able to command 143 targets, catching 90 of them for 1,374 yards and nine touchdowns. And that's really like the biggest reason people might be off of Ridley is that that was the last time we saw him be good, right? He is turning 29 years old, and we have not seen him play more than five games since 2020. And that was actually his only season with more than 875 receiving yards because he kind of like battled through some injuries early in his career. So Ridley is risky. There is no way around that. But he's going this early because... The upside sort of makes up for that. I mean, he has proven that he can post elite numbers. He was uh, a former first-round pick, so it's like, you know, that random spike year didn't just come out of nowhere, right? We thought he was going to be a very good player. He is a very good player. And his underlying metrics have always been fantastic. There's been a crowd of people out there that believes that his production has been a little bit fake since, you know, Julio was there, and it's kind of like people thinking it's like the Juju effect, right? When Antonio Brown was in Pittsburgh and Juju posted those elite numbers, it really was because defenses were focusing so much on Antonio Brown that Juju was wide open or facing single coverage all the time. But that is not the case with Calvin Ridley. Julio's banged up for most of 2020. He was on the Titans in 2021. If we look at that 2020 season, well, Ridley dominated as their X receiver when Julio was out of the lineup. He posted truly elite success rates against man, press, against double teams. Like he was a true alpha wide receiver. He then did so again in 2021, maybe to a slightly lesser degree, but also a smaller sample size. So tough to truly know there. But, you know, that was also when Matt Ryan was starting to fall off. Uh, it was when Ridley was going through his mental health struggles, ultimately leaving the team early that season. But like, make no mistake, Calvin Ridley was one of the best receivers in the NFL. He is inarguably one of the best route runners in the NFL. He will be the X receiver for the Jaguars this season. We really just need to determine if we're going to see a drop off from the player that he was in 2020 and 2021, because if he's that same player, he is very likely going to finish as a wide receiver one this season. Now, I think we'll start to get that answer as you know camps open up in late July, as we work into August, into the preseason. But the initial reports out of camp, you know, have been very, very positive and my guess is that they're going to stay that way. I do think that we're going to see maybe a slight drop off in his effectiveness from his peak in 2020. But when you go from Matt Ryan to Trevor Lawrence, I mean, that's probably going to more than make up for a small drop off in his effectiveness. So I acknowledge the risk, but I genuinely believe that like this offense is going off this season and if Zay Jones can catch 82 balls in year two with Trevor Lawrence I'm thinking Calvin Ridley has 
a lot of upside this season with Lawrence in year three. Like I think Trevor Lawrence takes that next step, enters a discussion as one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL this season. And again, even with, you know, Kirk and Zay Jones and Marvin Jones are the top three receivers last season. He was really, really good. I think you put in Calvin Ridley as that X receiver, even if he's not exactly what we saw in 2020, he's going to be good enough to where that's a very big upgrade. And you have Lawrence in year three. I just think this offense is going to be fantastic. I want a piece of it. And Calvin Ridley is a great way to do that. So I definitely love Calvin Ridley. Uh, but as I said before, you know, all three of these receivers are great. And so that's why this decision is very, very difficult. So next up, we'll go over Amari Cooper. Cooper entering his ninth season in the NFL, having turned 29 this June. Uh, and if you are looking for a model of consistency, look no further. Uh, Cooper has played at least 14 games in all nine seasons of his career. He's commanded between 6.9 and 8.3 targets per game in every single season across three different teams. No matter who he's playing for, he is commanding targets and he's posting really good fantasy numbers. The Browns are also expected to play at a faster pace this season. They're going to throw the ball at a higher rate. And so obviously very positive things for Murray Cooper. You've got Deshaun Watson in year two with the system. Didn't look great last season, but you have to think going to play better this year. The only drawback in my eyes has been the ceiling with Amari Cooper. You know, since his rookie season, uh, Cooper has points per game finishes of 28th, 14th, 32nd, 24th, 13th, 21st, 27th, and 15th. That's zero wide receiver one finishes, five wide receiver two finishes, and three wide receiver three finishes. Ridley really only has three seasons under his belt, even if you're including his rookie year, and he still has a wide receiver four overall finish in those years. And I really just think that's the difference when you're deciding between Amari Cooper and Calvin Ridley in your draft. And I think you just have to answer that with understanding what type of a player, what type of a person really you are. Do you prefer drafting the sure thing, you know, knowing that maybe you just have a solid edge in your draft? And as long as you don't completely bust in the early rounds, you can draft well middle, draft well late, make good trades, waiver moves that you just think as long as you don't screw up early on, you're probably going to have a good season. If that's the case, I would probably draft Amari Cooper because we just know he's going to be solid. We know he's proven for a very long time he can stay healthy. If, however, you're someone who's Maybe more fine just like assuming some risk in the pursuit of truly elite upside, then I think you draft Calvin Ridley. Like Amari Cooper is incredibly likely to finish in that wide receiver 10 to 20 range, while Ridley could finish anywhere from the wide receiver 3 overall to the wide receiver 30. Personally, I am a more risky player. Like I'm trying to either get first place or last place. So I find myself gravitating more towards players like Calvin Ridley who have a much higher ceiling. But again, figure out what type of a player you are, and I think that's going to help you decide who to draft between these two. But uh, it is only between these two, right? We have a third player here. How about Keenan Allen? Uh, Allen be entering his 11th season in the NFL, having already turned 31 this past April. Wide receivers have a much later age drop-off than running backs do, but the age 31 season is typically like a turning point. Uh, we've seen plenty of 
wide receivers post elite numbers past the age of 30 into 31, 32. I look at the age 33 season for someone like Julian Edelman. He still brought in 100 receptions at 33 years old. So, you know, sometimes players can produce very well into their 30s. But it is worth noting that many times we do see a drop-off. Think back to Julio Jones. Julio Jones is coming off six consecutive seasons with over 1,390 receiving yards. That's very impressive, right? Then he had 771, 434, and 299 receiving yards at age 31, 32, and 33. In my opinion, um, this elevates the risk for Keenan Allen because we simply could just see a big drop-off this season, but not by a whole lot. He's coming off his highest catch rate since 2016, his most yards per target since 2018, his most receiving yards per game since 2017. Like If we had seen last season a drop-off in efficiency, a drop-off in production, maybe we could start to say that, okay, maybe he's breaking down. He had a really good season last year, and he's been fantastic when healthy. So as long as he can stay on the field, I do believe he's going to post really, really good numbers this season. But here is why I can't rank him ahead of Calvin Ridley or Amari Cooper. Even though I think the Chargers offense is honestly just going to drop a nuke this season, like I think they're going to be incredible. One of the highest scoring teams in the NFL, one of the most productive teams in the NFL. I have Herbert projected for over 5,000 passing yards. I just think there's too much target competition for Allen to outperform these other two on average. Eckler has been between a 15% and a 19% target share in each of the last three years. Michael Williams has been between 15 and 21%. Everett been between 11 and 15%. Quentin Johnston is a first-round pick. He's obviously going to command a really nice target share. And you start to go around, and it's like if even if you project everyone at close to their floor for targets, you really start to see a capped ceiling for Keenan Allen. He's unlikely to go out there and have 150, 160 targets when you've got so many really good players healthy. Maybe if we start to see injuries with a few of these players, then he can hit his ceiling. But we're in the third round right now, or at least the late third round. In, in some formats, ADPs are ridiculous right now, but you're in that like late third, early fourth round range with these three players. I don't want to draft them knowing that they need an injury to truly pay off their ADP and to exceed their ADP. And the problem is, I think Keenan Allen really needs a high target share to post elite numbers in fantasy. Like, he has never had over eight touchdowns in all of his 10 seasons. Um, over the last five years, he's only averaged 11.2 yards per reception. If he is not seeing high-end volume, he is not posting high-end fantasy numbers. Keenan Allen has at least 13 half PPR points in 58 of his 126 career games. Among those 58 games, he has double-digit targets 77% of the time. So basically, if he doesn't hit 10 targets, he is not going to post wide receiver one numbers. And I understand that that's fine since you're drafting him to be a high-end wide receiver two. He doesn't need to post wide receiver one numbers, but remember that 10 targets is a lot, and he needs that as a minimum to outproduce his ADP. I mean, think back to last season. He had 14 targets in three games, and he still couldn't get over 104 receiving yards in any of those three. And if we look ahead to this season, he's a year older, and he's facing the most target competition of his career. 
They just have a lot of weapons, and that's a very good thing for the offense overall. I'm just afraid that it's going to lead to a lot of like seven and eight target games for Keenan Allen, and that he'll post a lot of like five for 60 and zero touchdown games, and that's not going to be enough to outproduce Calvin Ridley and Mari Cooper, and it won't be enough for him to exceed value at his ADP. Maybe he can pay it off, but with this early, I want someone who can exceed value. So my personal ranking is going to be Calvin Ridley, then Amari Cooper, then Keenan Allen. But again, if you are more risk averse, you could have it Amari Cooper, then Calvin Ridley, then Keenan Allen. Uh, I just really do think Keenan Allen should be last in this group. So if you have any other suggestions as to players you want me to break down, put it in the comment section below, upvote the responses you agree with. And if you want to see my exact rankings and projections for all players, you can see that at my website, thefantasyfootballadvice.com. I'll be back tomorrow to go over some league-winning running backs, Saturday to go over the biggest ADP fallers, and then Sunday to talk about the players I've been drafting the most this summer. That, my friends, is in this one. Hope you all did enjoy. If you did, have a hang the like button and have a subscribe to the channel if you're new here. Thanks for watching.